Hey friends, Dean here with some exciting news to share. You can now buy us a coffee. That's right. You can help support independent content creators like us by becoming a member of the 3324 Green Room at buymeacoffee.com slash 3324. Our episodes will always be free and that will not change, but your support at buymeacoffee.com slash 3324 will help us continue to bring you the best in music and movie podcasting, in our humble opinion. As a Green Room supporter, you'll not only have our undying gratitude, but you'll also be able to vote on which episodes we record and receive other perks for as low as $3 per month. That's the price of a cup of coffee. There's absolutely no obligation and nothing about the show will change. It's not going behind a paywall. Go to buymeacoffee.com slash 3324 for all the details. The link will be in the show notes of every episode as well. We'll see you in the green room. In this quick hit, sometimes too much of a good thing isn't necessarily a good thing. We're running down a list of films that really didn't need a sequel. We'll be right back. You're listening to a 3324 podcast quick hit with Dean Legiro, where Dean shares stories and trivia about his favorite chart hits, actors, movies, and more. Welcome, friends, to this week's 3324 podcast quick hit. My name is Dean Legiro. Thank you so much for joining us each week as we run down little bits and nuggets of trivia that uh, hopefully you'll find interesting and fun. You can find full-length episodes every Thursday those come out. And join us on social media to continue the conversation, won't you? We would appreciate it. We're on Instagram and Facebook at 3324podcast. Sequels. A movie comes out, makes a boatload of money, especially nowadays, and the immediate instinct is to replicate this. It was a hit the first time. It can be a hit the second time. It can be a hit the third time, and so on and so forth. And by and large, it's a pretty successful thing. If it's done right, uh, and and if care is taken, uh, and the right sensibilities are put behind sequels, you can have a great series of films that are totally enjoyable, a complete story arc, character development, everything that would go in it. In certain cases, popular movies are, a movie becomes a hit, and, well, we're going to make more of this. But is it a story that is really compatible with with a sequel, a, a series of other films. Uh, we're going to go through that right now. I've got seven films. I'm going to save one for last that could be pretty controversial, but uh, I, I strongly am going to advocate that there should not have been any sequels made. Uh, you can let us know after the list is done uh, on social media what films you think should not have had sequels. Did I miss any? Am I way off base? By all means, reach out and, and let me know. Getting started, we're going to start off with some easy ones, or what I feel some easy ones. Uh, we're going to start off with Grease. Okay, Grease was a blockbuster musical film, launched uh, John Travolta into the stratosphere right after Saturday Night Fever. That was kind of a, a, a double a double whammy for him. Um, but of course, they made, they decided to go to the well one more time and make Grease too. Totally unnecessary. Uh, Grease is a standalone story. It's a standalone film. It was a musical, so it was never really meant for more and and all the sequel did is just reverse the roles and just kind of gave you the same thing but much much more watered down Greece did not absolutely need a sequel I just mentioned number two Saturday Night Fever John Travolta another one uh was a sensation when it came out it was in the midst of the disco revolution 
It was so of its time, and that's what made it such a special film. In 1983, Sylvester Stallone would write and direct the sequel Staying Alive, which was out of place. It was not something that was necessary. Uh, it was it was awkward. It was clunky. It had to do with a Broadway show. Just not something that, that had any of the DNA or any of the magic that Saturday Night Fever had and that made it such a special film. Definitely not needed. Next up, Home Alone. Uh, as much as I loved Home Alone 2, and, and Home Alone 2 was a great com com companion piece to Home Alone, it opened the door to a bunch of trash films after. Uh, just They kept on dragging this, this series on and on, and then most recently made another one uh, that you could find on Disney+. Plus. Uh, it really took away the, the darker edge that the first film had. It was really kind of kind of a dark film for, for the, uh, the amount of violence it had. And it was such a great film that going to the well a second time at the time seemed like a great idea. It was a good film, but we were probably just better off having a single Home Alone film to cherish every holiday season. Moving on, a sci-fi, a, ver a verified sci-fi classic, The Matrix, was revolutionary when it came out, groundbreaking in what it did with effects and filmmaking, uh, reinvigorated Keanu Reeves' career, and it was a, it was the highest uh, grossing rated R film at, at the time of its release. There was nothing to do but make a sequel to this, and the, and the Wachowskis, who directed and wrote and directed the film, decided that they were going to film both sequels, parts two and three, at the same time, so they did that, uh, and both of them were released in 2003, about six months apart. Uh, and then most recently, Matrix Resurrections was released in 2021. These are totally unnecessary films. The Matrix does kind of lend itself to extra storytelling, but these were just misfires. The, the, the story got so convoluted and clunky and just, it, it was a mess by the end, by the time they were done with it. You leave, leave it at The Matrix and you would have had a perfect untainted film. Next up, the top three. These are controversial films that sequels should not have been made. We'll be right back. Okay. We're on the last three here of films that should never have had sequels made. One is going to be a given, and it's Jaws. When Jaws came out, it was, it was one of the first big tentpole blockbuster films and really kind of started in motion previous to Planet of the Apes, sequelitis, and just really prolifically making sequel, sequel, sequel. Uh, Jaws 2 wasn't a bad film. It came out in 1978. Uh, in 1983, another one, Jaws 3D, came out, and then Jaws the Revenge came out in 1987, and those films just really took a, a, a steaming dump uh, on a classic. And surprisingly enough, Jaws as a film has stood on its own, and it really is not ever judged against its sequels. Uh, that that series came to a laughable end. It, it was absolutely ridiculous, the storylines. Jaws should have never had any sequels made. And for the most people, everybody disregards the other ones anyway. You never hear people talk about Jaws 2 or any of the sequels. So Jaws has almost survived in spite of its horrible sequels. Uh, Jaws has seemed to survive and thrived just on its own uh, on its own merits of its first film and has not been dragged down by its horrible, awful sequels. My next one is near and dear to my heart. One of the best sci-fi fantasy films of all time 
It was Highlander. It came out in 1986. It was such an amazing story. The acting was amazing. The cast, the concept, everything was so great. And the movie ended, certainly left you with some questions or, or wondering what would come next. But that was the beauty of the film is it told a complete story and you left wanting more. But what you got in 1991 was Highlander 2, The Quickening, which was one of the probably the worst sequel of all time. Uh, fundamentally changed the entire story of the first film. It, it totally retconned everything that happened in the first one, changed it, not for for better, but for absolutely worse, and and just tainted the whole thing. And then uh, and then a slew of sequels would follow afterwards. Uh, most recently, the film is set to be rebooted, possibly with uh, Superman Henry Cavill in the in the lead role, but that remains to be seen. But Highlander is probably the biggest film that that did not need a sequel that just really got a horrible one, which was just awful. Even if it was a good one, we probably didn't need one. My last movie on the list is probably going to be controversial. This is a beloved series, a beloved trilogy of films, and I am absolutely in the camp that the first one was absolutely amazing. But the second two, when I saw them, I was I was underwhelmed. Honestly, and I felt like they they did not need to go there with it. Um, it started to kind of fall over on itself at some point. When you're dealing with time travel, you deal with logic problems. And yes, I'm talking about Back to the Future. The first Back to the Future was a perfect film. It had everything we needed, told a complete story. The ending absolutely set up for a, a possible sequel. Uh, at the time, probably did not know how the film would do, but... It left the door open. I don't think we needed more of it, though. Those got convoluted with Marty as a as an adult and going back in time and then going back to the Wild West. It would, you know, and these were both filmed at the same time as well. This was another uh, instance of making two at the same time to get them all done. Um, I know people love Back to the Future two and three, most especially number three with with the whole Western thing. But for me, Back to the Future was a perfect film. It did not need anything after it. And and I actually never even really watched the the, the back two anymore. It's just back to the future is, is good enough for me. And I know that may be a hot take, but guess what? You could join us on Instagram and Facebook at 3324podcast. Let me know if I'm off my rocker. Should I go back and watch the whole Back to the Future trilogy and reassess it? Or was I right? Or do you have some films that should have never had sequels made that I missed on the list? Let us know there. But in the meantime... Thank you for joining me for this week's quick hit. I'm Dean Legiro, and we'll see you real soon. This has been a 3324 podcast quick hit. You can find us on your favorite podcast provider. So please like, subscribe, and rate to become a part of the 3324 family. Your feedback is important, so please make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at 3324podcast and on Twitter at 3324p to join the conversation. 